Hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seeds show. I'm James Edward Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. And I want to thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your heart, only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. How am I going to do that? With words of praises, scriptures, and phrases, of course. My one and only goal is to do these things for my Lord, and that is to exhibit Him, to put my Lord on display, to show you what I see in Him. I want to expose Him for who He is, which is that awesome power He possesses, His pure greatness with a capital G, because He's that almighty, powerful, living, yes, you heard that right, I said living God, not that fake dead, not living little G God who can't and will not do anything for you. Yes, this God, my God, and if he's your God, then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails. Plus, also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind. His enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of, please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith. My undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. The only one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And that no man can come to the Father but through him. The reason why he sacrifices life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you're praising, because I'm going to praise him too. So much to give him praises for great and mighty God. Ooh, he is so enormously loving, so enormously merciful never failing, never late, always on time, <laughs> not a oops God, but an intentional God, loving, saving, wonderful, redeeming, totally terrific, amazing, oh, and one word that I, I made up, he's victimoniously victorious, <laughs> yes, Welcome once again, welcome to the Planting the Seed Show. Pray for me and pray with me. Yes, Father, we thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed, 
day. Wonderful because of your goodness and your mercies. Beautiful because your body, you, you sacrificed your body, slain, blemish, lamb for our sacrifice, for our mercies, for our ransom. And it's a beautiful day, blessed day, because you gave us so much. You took the place. You gave us so much. And this is a day that we will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you've done. We thank you for you being the one that we're going to uplift on this show. We are not going to glorify the enemy. He's not wanted here. We rebuke and we reject him in the mighty name of Jesus. Access denied anything that's in our mainframe that has to do anything with sin and the enemy. We want you to wash it clean right now in the precious, mighty blood that you shed. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Pour into me as I pour into this here podcast. Father, I thank you and I give your name all the praise. And all the glory is yours. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Let the church say amen. Oh, man, it's a beautiful, wonderful day. It rained all day. It rained, but it's a beautiful day because this is a day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice. Every- I don't know about you, but I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it because I know water brings life. When it rains, it it, it 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 saturates the ground and then whatever seeds that you have in the ground is going to get thirsty and it's going to drink and whatever plants that you have is going to water and then they're going to spread their roots further and further down in the ground, right? And then next thing you know, the tree is going to stretch up the plants, the leaves is going to stretch up oh, because the I've been watered. <laughs> been watered 70 percent of our body is water you know when you you get up in the morning and you you drinks you some water and you feel it waking up all your organs that were sleep you know you look 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 and it goes up in there and it just starts waking everything up and you be like oh whoo wow and it just don't go into your belly it just like it goes everywhere else so water is, is life. Water is beautiful. Water washes stuff away. <laughs> you know, you see how the water, it was coming down so hard. And, you know, the gutters, the water was coming down. And it was going into the sewer like, like a, 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 a river. <sighs> beautiful. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So this was a day. That I rejoice and was glad in it. I I love the drive in the rain because it's like you you sitting in the windshield wipers going whoop 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 whoop, whoop and the rain is outside. <laughs> it's on outside. You on the inside, right? You can turn the the froster on. You can put on some worship music while you drive. And you you might even go. An extra exit because you don't want to get home so soon. And then you get out the car and you're like, I'm going to get wet. But then you might drive the extra exit. You come around. By the time you come around, then you're like, oh, my gosh, 
the rain stopped. So you jump out of the car, jump out of the car, go in the house, and you're like, okay, I made it in. Then when it's raining and you hear the rain on top of the house hitting, then you sit back, you relax, and you drink you some tea, and you sit back and you just lay down, and you just hear that, and you just like, all of that is God's blessing. He's raining down on us. The latter rain, the Holy Spirit is coming down on us. Well, if you don't think like that, that's how I think, you know. And the Bible said it rains on the just as well as the unjust. So they're getting rained on too. But I wonder, do they know that it's God's blessings? I wonder, do they think that it's a burden? Oh, this rain is a burden. But it's a blessing. It's a beautiful blessing. Beautiful blessing. You know? So let me go with my, our affirmations, lamentations. 3, 22, 23. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not in a drought. <laughs> it's the Lord's mercies that he blessed us with water to drink. It's the Lord's mercies that the water washes away all the dirt from the sidewalk. <laughs> right? We can save some water bill, save some, save our, our bills as we get out there with the holes and you wipe it. You don't have to do that because the rain is doing it today. Thank you, Father. Because his compassions fail not, they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Hebrews 9.22, that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean out unto thy own understanding in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. It's beautiful to trust in the Lord. It's beautiful because we know that he can't lie. What he tell you to do, he's going to back it up. It's a beautiful thing. Better to trust in the Lord than put trust and confidence in a man. Confidence in princes and, nation, and, and nations. You know, Proverbs 1, Psalms 118.8, right? 2 Timothy 3.16, the boulevard, right? It narrows down into a road, right? All scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That's a broad statement, but it, it narrows down into John 10.10. 10. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man cometh to the Father but by me. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I came that you might have life. You might have it more abundantly. So that's right at the bottleneck of the boulevard of scriptures. And it bottles next and it comes into Jesus, the Savior of the world, the anointed king. Lord is the title. Jesus is the, is the, is the king. Christ is the anointed king. Jesus is the Savior of the world. Christ is the anointed King. So let him be Lord of your life. Let Jesus be Lord of your life because he is the anointed King. Right? 
So it's a beautiful thing when you can put your trust in the Lord and and totally totally trust in him instead of saying, "Well, you know, I don't know. I'm 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 on a fence. I don't know if you could, you know, we have trust issues when it comes down to Lord. You say, "I know he can do it. I know he he did it before. He used to do he used to do it in the Bible." Bible days. He don't they, he don't do that no more. Why not? He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So why he don't do it? No other time. Same God. Same power. He didn't lose no power. He didn't lose no strength. He don't have Alzheimer's or dementia. Was you know, Lord, you remember when you you healed a woman with the issue of blood? I did. I, I don't remember that. No. He remembers everything, everything, everything. Just like he remembers when you say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins, and you you lay it all down in front of him. He remembers your sins no more. He remembers when you say, Lord, I surrender it all. Take my life. He remembers. And guess what he does? He puts your name in the Lamb's book of life. It's in there. You're a child of the king. You're a soldier of the cause. You're a soldier against the enemy. You are a soldier of the Lord. You are a soldier of the most winning, winningness force in the world, in the universe, ever. Because Jesus Christ is the ultimate warrior. Yeah, he used to have the, the wrestler, the ultimate warrior, but he was a little off. He, he, he was trying to say that he had the gods from the Indians, the spirits, but no, the ultimate warrior was Jesus. Because what he did, he came down from heaven on the earth, Satan's home court. He warred with the Satan. He warred with the, the, the enemy. He warred with the the the, the 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 spiritual. And he whooped them. <laughs> they thought he they had him beat that cross, but he whooped them. So it's better to trust in the one who knows how to fight. One who knows how to overcome. <laughs> the one who is the king. Let me get started. It's Planting the Seeds show number 122. The title is... Does anybody know what time it is? Does anybody know what time it is? I remember when I was a little boy and this song came to my mind and I remembered it because I used to I used to always like this song. I used to groove out to the song, man. I used to jam to this song. And and it was a song and it and it brought you into reality. It brought you into like, like, what's really going? You know, Marvin Gaye had a song 
what's going on? He had a song like that. Yeah, what's going on? He had that song. But Chicago had a song that says, does anybody really know what time it is? Yeah, if you remember, Google it. It's a good song. And it says, as I was walking down the street one day, a man came up to me and asked me what the time was. That was on my watch. <laughs> he says, I don't. Does anybody really know what time it is? Do they care? Does anybody really care about time? If so, I can't imagine why. Oh, no, no. We've all got time enough to cry. As I was walking down the street one day, a pretty lady looked at me and said her diamond watch had stopped cold dead. And I said, I don't. Does anybody really know what time it is? Cares. Does anybody really cares about time? If so, I can't imagine why. Oh, no, no, no. We've all got time enough to cry. Then it says, as I was walking down the street one day, people running everywhere, being pushed and shoved, don't know where to go by people trying to beat the clock, don't know where I am. Oh, no, I just don't know. I can't see past the next step. I don't, I don't know. I have time to figure out the rest, though. I said, yes, I said, don't have time to look around. Just run around. Does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really cares? If so, I can't imagine why. We've all got time enough to die. That was the song. This was this had to be back in the seventies. In the seventies. And the and the, the thing about the song is that he's asking a very good question. Somebody's asking what time it is. What time it is. And you can look at the the, the world view. You can look at nature. You can look at the events of the world. And you can see what time it is. Right? And just like he said, does anybody really know what time it is? Yes, it's right there in front of our face. Then he says, does anybody really care? No, because nobody's really caring. Because what they're doing, they're running around with just like everybody else. They're looking, they're not looking at the watch, their spiritual clock, their spiritual watch. They're walk, they're running around because it's like, yeah, well, you know, we've got 24 hours in a day. Let me just go about my own business. I got a family. I got to go, go to work. I got to do this. Got to do that. Do that. And all they worried about the time frame, earthly time frame. You know, so it's like it's like the song was done at least 40, 50 years ago, but it holds true. It, it was it was telling it was telling the message of. Wake up clock is ticking the clock is ticking does anybody know what time it is does anybody really care he says about time if so i can't imagine why we all got time enough to cry then it went 
It says we all got time enough to die because in this time when the clock is ticking, it's slowly dying if you don't make preparations not to die. You get it? Because if you lose yourself, you find your life. If you find your life, you lose your life. That's what the Bible says. But if you make preparations for the time when you do die, then your time on earth is well spent. The fight on earth is well spent. Because if you're fighting, you're fighting, 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 and you don't know the Lord, you're fighting, you're fighting in this in 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 the worldly things, you you're fighting, 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 and you don't have preparations, then you're fighting a bad fight. You're fighting the wrong fight. You're on the wrong side. You gotta get on the winning side. But if you know what time it is, and if you really care, then you'll say, Oh, let me get on the winning side. Because Paul said, I fought a good fight. I finished my cause. You're fighting a good fight because you know it's a crown laid up for you because you fought on the winning side, on the Lord's side. Because if you fight and you just fight and just be fighting, yeah, man, let's just jump in the ring, let's go at it, man. And you just fight. And then you die. And then you lost. What good is that? Nothing. It's not good. Scripture for today is Romans 13, 11 to 14. And it says, and do this, knowing the time. Does anybody know what time it is? Knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed the night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry, revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on. On the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Does anybody know what time it is? It's time to live for Jesus. Does anybody really care? It's time to care about your soul salvation, about where you're going to spend eternity. Yes. Does anybody really know what time is it? Does anybody know what time is it? Because the clock is ticking. And as the clock tick, it's revealing stuff. It's revealing things. It's telling you about, uh-oh, this is happening. Uh-oh, it's time to start making sure I'm my life is in order. Uh-oh. Yes, not to be fearful, but just to say, uh-oh. <laughs> you know, when, 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 when the rain is coming, it's like rain is, is, is coming down now. And you see the clouds coming and, and, and you're in the car, car you're outside and you're walking and the dark clouds is coming over. And you say, uh-oh, 
It's about the rain. So what do you do? You make provisions. You grab that umbrella. You get that rain coat. You run inside. You jump in the car. If you got one of those convertibles, you put the top up. You got on suede shoes. You go take them off and put on your boots. You know? So you say, "Uh uh-oh. I got to get ready. And that's what the problem is. Nobody's saying, "Uh uh-oh. I got to get ready. Everybody's saying, oh, well, it rains, it pours. You know? And nobody's saying, I got to get prepared. You get caught in the rain. And you just stay in the rain. I remember two people <laughs> went to that goes to my church, and they was going for a walk. Yeah, but they didn't check the the weather. It's nice and sunny when they started off, but they didn't check the weather, and the weather said that it's going to start thunderstorms. Showers, heavy showers. So they was walking. Then I got like maybe a mile, two miles, a mile and a half from the house. And all of a sudden it got dark. All of a sudden the clouds unloaded, unloaded its water. And they didn't have no umbrella. They didn't have no raincoats. They was far from the house, so they got soaked. I remember one time, I, when I was riding my bike back in the days, and uh, I had a Kawasaki ZX-9R, and I was riding my bike. And the funny thing, I got off work, got off work on time, and I was standing outside running my mouth talking and what happened was I felt a drop of rain and I says uh oh it's time to go didn't have no raincoat no rain gear I think it was a summertime summertime day and I was like okay nice little you know pants I didn't have on no 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 uh shorts anything but I had on pants, uh, I had on some boots, you know, I had on a, a vest just in case if I fell, I, I wouldn't get all scraped up. But that didn't stop the rain from soaking through. I was riding, got stopped at a light, and here come the rain. I got soaked, soaked all the way to my socks. The rain got into my boots, into my socks. I took my socks off and was able to wring them out. It's it's something when the rain hits your, your shirt and it just soaks through. That's how hard it was raining. So you get caught out there in the rain. You get caught out there. Don't want to get caught out there. When Jesus comes back, you don't want to get caught out there when that trumpet sound. Does anybody know what time it is? Yeah, I know what time it is. Jesus is on his way back. Does anybody really care? 
I care. So I want you to know that you need to care. Because if you want Christ, if you want Christ to live with Christ, like in Revelations 21, when it says he's going to be our God, he's going to sit among us, he's going to wipe away our tears, he's going to, it's not going to be no more sorrow, no more death, no more pain. If you want that, then you should know, you should know about the cares of the world. Does anybody know what time it is? Yes. Yes. Does anybody really care? Yes. Yes, let's care. Because if we don't care, we're going to get lost. We're going to get caught out there in the rain like my two people, my two friends. They're going to get caught out there and they're going to be like, oh, we didn't look at the weather report. Oh, and we just went out there all willy-nilly. And we got caught out there. <laughs> First Thessalonians 5, 6, and 7 says, So then we must not sleep like the rest, but must be on alert and be self-controlled. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. So we can't be like them. We need to be on alert. We need to be on alert. We can't say to ourselves, man, I got this. I got this. And you know how we're going to be alert? And you know how we're going to be ready? Does anybody know what time it is? Yes. You know how you get ready? Does anybody really care? Yes. How do you care? Ephesians 6, 13 to 17. Take up the full arm of God in order that you may be able to resist in the evil day. And having done everything to stand, stand therefore girding your waist with truth, putting on the breast the breastplate of righteousness, binding shoes under your feet with the preparation of the good news of peace and everything taking up the shield of faith with which you are able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil ones and receive the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Because you need that sword because if you don't, have that sword, that helmet, and the sword. Man, you gotta fight. It's a fight. You gotta fight those thoughts. You gotta fight those, those, those. The 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 anger. You gotta fight back. The 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 the, the need that you want to be out there. Oh, I'm gonna give him a piece of my mind. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna. Do this. You gotta fight. Galatians 5, 19, 21. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are sexual immorality. Fight impurity. Fight licentiousness. Fight adultery. Fight it. Sorcery. Fight enmity. Fight strife. Fight it. Jealousy. Fight outbursts. Fight of anger, 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 anger. Anger, anger, you don't need anger management. You just got to, you got to kill anger with love. Let love overcome anger. Fight it. Selfish ambitions. Fight the sensations. Fight 
factions, fight envy, drunkenness, carousing, and the things like these things, which I'm telling you in advance, just as I said before, that the ones who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians 5, 19 to 21. I didn't say that. The Lord said that. Then it says, put on the Lord, right? <laughs> put on the Lord. Does anybody know what time it is? It's time to put on the Lord. Does anybody care? Yes, it's time to care about what he did for us on Calvary. You care about the cross. So when you care about the cross, you, you put on Christ. Believing. You got to believe. You got to believe that Jesus didn't do this for nothing. You got to believe that he did it for you and you got to really care. You got to know what time it is. You got to know it's time to drop off everything that you did before and you going forward. What did it say? In Philippians, I count not to, to have apprehended it, but forgetting those things behind and reaching forward, a press towards the mark of the high call of the king. You got to press, press, fight. You got to keep looking at your, your clock, your spiritual watch. You got to keep caring about your life and others, the ones that are around you. That's why you got to tell them. You got to tell them, listen, Jesus Christ loves you. Jesus Christ wants to save you. Listen, it's what happened to me the other day. And I fought it because I didn't want to go out there and tell it like, like, oh, my God, I was just praising this barber shop. Oh, my God. My barber went on vacation. And uh, he said he's going on vacation for two weeks. And he put a sign on the, on the wall. And he says, yo, make, make preparations, you know, to see me before. And then, you know, if you got to get your hair cut while I'm gone, you know, you can come see the other barbers. There's so many words. Those are my words. And um, I needed a haircut this weekend. And I was looking all... Oh, shabby. Oh, man, I was looking, I was looking kind of bummy. <laughs> I was looking kind of shabby and shady and homelessly. And um, I looked at myself and I was like, oh, boy, my man is out of town. And I remember it's this fish market over there on, on, uh, on Nostrand Avenue. And I went over there. And my wife was buying some fish, and I was sitting there looking at this guy cut this other guy's hair. And what he did, he gave him, he put a hot towel over his face. And he had one of those uh, uh, massages on his hand, and he massaged his face underneath his chin, his face, and his head. And I said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that out one day. That looks good. That looks relaxing. And I went over there, got it done. He told me the price. You know, I told him what I wanted to do. I ain't got no hair on my head. I just got facial hair. 
And I told him what I wanted to do. And he said, yeah, sure, Papi, sit down. And he put this thing around my neck, made sure it wasn't tight. Then he put the, 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 the thing on my neck around that so I wouldn't get hair on me. And, and he went to work. He went to work. I would have thought... I would have thought that I was a, a celebrity getting my hair cut before I went to go sing or perform. He, oh my gosh, he took care of me. He laced me. He hooked me up. And, you know, and the funny thing about it is that after he finished and I, I sat there and I looked at his work, I was like, yo, I said, listen, my man picked the wrong time to go on vacation. I said, because I don't think I'm going to go back to him no more. I think I'm going to come over here because, you know, for the same price, the same price, um, I'm getting the works, you know. And I says, I'm, I'm going to call somebody and I'm going to tell, you know, let me call my boy. Let me call. But then I said, no, I'm not going to call anybody. I'm not going to tell anybody because then that's going to be me praising this guy yeah he's good but then it's going to be like oh my gosh let me go and tell no and i said to myself that's how we need to do with the gospel we need to be telling the gospel guess what god did for me guess what he did he saved my soul got another another little testimony a friend of mine live across the street from from my church and uh he's an older guy his name is Stanley, and it has a wife named Susan, and 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 they've been they've been married for fifty nine years, and I remember he uh, he told me he says uh, Thursday this is back then he says like a couple of months he says yo next Thursday we be married for fifty nine years, and and I looked at Susan and I said oh wow congratulations I says uh, so what's the secret. And, he, and she says, and she looked at him lovingly and she said, you know, just be nice to each other. I was like, wow. So what I did, I went and uh, got him a, 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 a anniversary card. And it was an anniversary card. These two dogs with, with, with uh, 3D glasses looking at a movie, the movie theater. It was just them two in the movie theater on the card. And... Um, and I gave it to him, I was like, happy anniversary, you guys, you know, have another 59 years, you know, blessings, and, you know, good to good to know you guys, you know, something like that, I don't really remember. And uh, I gave him the card, and he gave me a card back. I'm going to read it to you. He says, James, how thoughtful and sweet of you to remember our anniversary. It's true, we did enjoy going to the movies together. The other night we watched Casablanca with Humphrey Bogart on TV for about the 25th time. And then he said, it's too bad we only really recently met. I think we would have been great friendship. We would have had a great friendship together. But for as long as we have, we'll be your neighbor and enjoy each other's company. Sincerely, Stanley. That's what he wrote to me. Couple of months after their anniversary, his wife Susan was having pains. A lot of pain. 
and she wasn't coming downstairs. And he had this look of concern on his face, and he was like, yeah, I don't know what to do. She don't want to get out of bed. She don't do this. She don't want to do that. She, she, he's like, I got to bring her food, you know, upstairs, and then, I, you know, this and that. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know what to do. So I told him, I said, listen, I'm praying for you, bro. I'm praying for you. Does anybody know what time? It's time to pray. Does anybody really care? Yes. I got to care for the sick, the ones that's, that's not doing well, right? And let me tell you the prayer that I prayed. I didn't pray, Lord, heal her. Lord, heal her and bring her up. And I said, Lord, show them who you really are. Show them why you went to Calvary. Show them why you shed that blood. Show them your love. Show them that you want to have a relationship with them. Right? And that's the prayer that I prayed. And and for a couple of weeks, I kept asking them, how's she doing? Eh, that's about the same. That's about the same. So what happened is, him and his daughter and his son-in-law came and they had to bring her downstairs. You know, he was contemplating selling the house, selling the building. And he didn't want to sell the house, but he would do it for his love of his life. Right? So what he did, he, 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 he saw me one day and he says, Hey, James, got some good news. And I said, what? He says, when my, my, my daughter and my, my son-in-law came and, and brought her down the stairs, he said, after she finished eating, she walked up the stairs. <laughs> then he says, then the next day she walked down the stairs. And then she walked back up the stairs. And then the next day down the stairs. And, and if you just saw the look on his face, he was so elated and so excited that his sweetie pie, the one he was married to for 59 years, was able to walk up and down the stairs once again. And the thing that he said that made the Lord who he is and made my day because we praise him for this, he said, it was y'all prayers. He knew it was the prayers. He had acknowledged that it was the prayers that helped her, gave her the strength to go up and down the stairs. So now, I still want him to know who God is. Do anybody know what time it is? It's time to tell people about the Lord. It's time to tell people that you're praying for. It's time to tell people that you love them and that it's you care for them. It's not time to be running around, hating on people, sucking your teeth, turning your back, rolling your eyes, not helping them. It's time that when you see the, the man in the street looking for food, some morsels, some money, you don't know what he's going to do with him, with your money. You give him money, you don't know what he's going to do. He might be really hungry. He might be really want something to drink, not alcohol, maybe a water, a soda, a coffee, whatever. It's time to 
start loving people like Christ love. Just like it says, put on Christ. Put on the armor of light. Put on that armor of, of people looking for hope. That's what time is it. It's time to show people that we really care. Not only in the church, in the church mostly, churches going through a few things, all churches, but also in the street, also on the job, also in the supermarket, also in the hardware store. <laughs> my post, my postman, the guy who delivered the mail, the mail. You know, I try to make sure I leave some water and some some crackers and some cake for him. So when he come deliver the mail, he snatch that bag up and. Because you never know. He might want something to drink. He might have been going through a, 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 a bad time and he might be hungry. Need some morsels to snack on. It's time to start feeding ourselves. Because the Bible did say, give us this day our daily bread. You try to eat without. You try to go a couple of days without eating and your, your body is like, your stomach because it's used to eating so you got to give yourself that daily bread of the spiritual word so what you're going to do you're going to say does anybody know what time it is yes it's time to pray anybody know what time it is yes it's time to fast anybody know that yes it's time to call your brother your sister that you haven't spoken to in a while and tell them I love you. Forgive me. I forgive you or whatever. It's time for you to get things straight. It's time for husbands and wives to stop fighting and put aside their difficulties and start living. Yes, start living. Because, you know, we don't know when is our last breath. We don't know when we should perish, expire. This could all happen before the Lord returns. So do you know what time it is? No, we don't know what time it is. But all we know is time to live for Jesus. We used to sing the song, all there's left is time to live for Jesus. No more time to walk in our own ways. All that's left is time to live for Jesus. Won't you give your life to him today? So give your life to the Lord. Because you know what time it is. It's time to stop playing around with your life. It's time to really give your life over to the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything on this world might look all nice and, ooh, sin makes everything look nice and feels good and, yeah, because he wants you to keep doing it. You keep doing it. And then now, once you get trapped up, it's like a drug. You get stuck in that wretch, and then it's hard for you to get out of it because the enemy has that stronghold on you. He's got this chain around your neck and he's yanking you here and he's yanking you there and where he's yanking you is down he's keep yanking you down 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 
So you know what time it is? It's time to break loose. It's time to put on that armor of light. Time to start claiming the blood of Jesus Christ. It's time to start saying to yourself, I am an overcomer. Thanks be to God that always causes me to triumph. Thank you, Father, for dying on a cross. You know what time it is? It's time to give God his praises. It's time to give him your life and let him handle it. It's time to surrender. And let him show you how much he cares. Hmm. The song says, does anybody has time enough to die? Yeah, you yeah, you do have time to die because the clock is ticking. And if you if you don't realize what time it is, if you don't realize how that 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 second hand and the, the our hand is moving, and it's moving towards end times. God is gonna reclaim this earth. He's gonna reclaim this earth. He's gonna snatch it back from the from the hands of the enemy. <laughs> and don't you want to be part of that? You want to be part of that transition. So when he snatched that, snatched the hands, snatched this world back from the hands of the enemy, then he's gonna, we're gonna reign and rule. We're gonna be superior. We're gonna be joint heirs and joint heirs. We're gonna be princes and princesses, and and because God is gonna be our kings, and we're gonna we're gonna live a life like they like they 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 have in the on on the cartoons happily ever after but this won't be a fairy tale this is going to be a, a reality a life where there's no more pain no more sorrow no more suffering no more aging <laughs> no more aging no more like hey well you know what i'm gonna be i'm gonna be so and so and uh, this year i'm gonna be none of that none of that at all you're gonna be like yes living with the savior and he says i'll make all things brand new what time is it oh it's time to be made new Time to be made new. Uh, let's pray. Let's pray that we uh, realize what time it is and and we 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 get ourselves together. Give ourselves to the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus Christ. Mm, mm, mm. Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we just thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for helping us recognize the time. And Lord, those who don't know and those who don't recognize the time, Lord Jesus, help them to realize it. Help them to get into the word uh, and help them to read and, and, and see the, the prophecy that's coming to pass. And Lord, we that know the prophecy, help us, Lord Jesus, to go out there and 
Tell people, tell somebody what's going on in this here world. Help us, Lord Jesus, to sound the alarm. Tell them to wake up. Get up out of that, that sleepiness. Help them bring them to the light so they can put on the arm of light. We can help them put on this coat of light so others can see. So others can say, yo, what's that brightness? And then we can say all our armor of light is because of this bright light. And this bright light is the word of God. This bright light is Jesus Christ. This bright light is the savior of the world. So, Lord, forgive us of our sins. Lord, help us to keep our names. Help us. Help us, Lord Jesus. Our names is already written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But help us, Lord Jesus, to, to keep on fighting a good fight of faith, Lord Jesus. To keep fighting. Put on our whole armor, of God. Help us, Lord Jesus, just to be able to tell people, tell others about your goodness and your mercies, about what time is it. Well, those who who want to know, those who really care, and if you really care, you got out, you get out there and you preach this gospel of Christ, because He cared for us. So, Father, we just thank you, and give your name all the praise all the honor and all the glory is yours because of victory you gave us because the way you laid down your life and you rose in victory lord jesus victory 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 and i thank you for it jesus mighty matchless wonderful name i pray we pray amen and amen <laughs> That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb III, bringing you seeds from God's Word. Send me an email, write me a letter, follow me on Instagram and Facebook, where every day I post the Word of the Day praises and encouragements. All this information is on my Linktree page, Planting the Seeds. Join me on the Bible Chat Zoom channel every day at 8.15 p.m. where we sit down face to face and live in color at the table with the king and the chef and the teacher who serves us delicious appetizers and meals where we chop it up and chew it up with understandings. Our menus is the word who became flesh and dwelt among us. The Zoom number is... 7609160706 passcode is 4H9NI also join us on Thursday and Friday night where and when the victory line in Jesus name is going on my brother elder Darren Gibson is the host these nights join us and hear the truth the number is 667-770-1557. Access code is 593-438. Also join my friends Beyond Walls on the Zoom prayer line channel Monday at 8 p.m. and Friday at 7 p.m. You don't have to turn the camera on. Just come on. 
right? The prayer prayer line number is 379-598-04738, right? 0473, I'm sorry. And the passcode is 984-917. Have a wonderful, beautiful day in the hands of the Lord. And always remember, first, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6. Philippians 4, 8 and 9 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things of good report, if there be any virtue in it, if there be any praise, think on these. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Now, the wonderful, beautiful, powerful verse is Ephesians 6 and 10, where it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Not yours, because you're not strong enough. Blessings. Blessings.